Hello there, folks. Welcome back to another episode of the Fresh-Faced Film Bro podcast. Um, this is episode six. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, Christoph Kieslowski's Decalogue 1. Now, this is... The, the format of this... Rev- we don't do reviews. The discussion. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, we're discussing this. It's It's... You know, it's fresh on our minds. We literally just got done watching it. So this is the first time we've tried something like that. Um, so we're going to give it a shot. I'm going to hand it over to Mason because this, the, the Criterion Decalogue DVD set is his. And he has a much better knowledge of, you know, what it is than, than I do. So Yeah, cool. Um, so the decalogue like series is um 10 short films from Kieslowski that's the director um he's polish and each part represents one of the 10 commandments so decalogue 1 has to do with thou shalt have no other gods before me um do we want a little plot summary sure yeah let's okay. just do that so basically the film centers around Kristoff, who's the father to Pavel, right? Yeah, Pavel. Pavel. Um, Pavel is 12, um, and uh, Kristoff's sister is also, like, a big part of the film. That's mm-hmm. that's uh, Pavel's she sort of aunt. acts as the mother figure because, yes. from what we understand... The mother's gone. Yeah, she's in, in another country. We'd think America, but yeah, I don't know. I'm suspect. not sure about that. Um, so they do, uh, Christoph, the father is a professor and he's very intelligent and he kind of introduces Pavel to like his world of like computer mm-hmm. and technology and, um, they spend smart their, kid, by the way. Yeah. He's, he's very, very bright, very smart. bright kid. They, they spend their time doing a bunch of math problems and mm-hmm. they find that very fun. Um, and we kind of get the first... My boy is wicked smat. <laughs> <laughs> Could not be me. We kind of get the first... Yeah, Pavel like, plays Matt Damon in Decalogue turn. 1. <laughs> Good Will Hunting. Yeah. <laughs> of course that's... I'm glad I got oh, yeah, that. What's the, what's I'm the glad line I got in? that immediately. Of course that's what you say. First, yeah. You, you read uh, your... In your first year, you read that, and the next... In six months, you're going to be saying that Kieslowski made... <laughs> yeah, he's... <laughs> How about these apples? Pablo the, <laughs> was the precursor. Of course, that's your contention. That's it. Uh, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I, it's a, been a second. Yeah, this that. is this Decalogue one is if Goodwill Hunting was placed in Fargo. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> Quite snowy. <laughs> yes, I was. The movie started, and the first shot is this guy sitting by a frozen pond with yep. a little fire, and he just has a look of death and. Um, solitude in his eyes as 
as the snowy landscape and gray skies paint the yeah. background and as I sipped my cold water that Ethan provided while watching it, I just I really felt like I was in Poland. Hey man, hospitality <laughs> at some point I pride myself we on. Want, we want to feel like you job. are in Poland when you come over. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, that, so we, we achieved it and then it was nice and chilly and now I'm nice and sad after watching this. But okay. Mason, continue. Why was so, I why did I, why was I sad? So basically like Why don't the, we start with the first shot though? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, cool. I forgot about the first. So the yeah. first shot is a like a hover shot mm-hmm. at and it it's just ice. Yeah. All we see is ice, a few blades of grass. So we assume that that is a pond or a lake and then it pans up and we see a person by a fire and we are confused at who this is. And then we cut to what we now know as the ant figure who is watching a television screen of Pavel and he's like just running around in school I'm assuming mm-hmm. something like that oh it's the news package yeah uh, I never made that connection it's about it's the milk thing yeah we never f- really figure out what the milk thing's about but that is that's yeah we the can talk footage. about that later but I yeah. didn't realize that that was the footage I was like why yeah, is he on TV yeah. it's the milk package okay, okay. Yeah. yeah okay and then so Pavel was <laughs> was, the, was the the figurehead of the Got Milk campaign mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh bro <laughs> okay okay anyway <laughs> um then so the father and the son like to do math problems and the first big turning point is when Pavel goes out and he sees a dead dog and he comes back and asks oh his gosh. father yeah about what is life? They have a beautiful discussion. It like what it, a bunch of philosophical yeah. and theological questions. No, yeah. When when Pavel asks, you you just get the sense that like, Christoph is a fantastic dad. Oh, like he's is. just yeah. he's so good. Dad yeah, he's raising this kid year. right. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, Pavel, a twelve year old, but he, he's probably a genius. Like the, the kid's really smart. Um, and he's asking him like, do you believe that humans have a soul? And he's like, honestly, I don't know. He's just being straight up with this kid. And yeah. But they're like soft answers. He's not yeah. rude. He's just like. No, no, no. But he's he's not like trying to deceive him at all. And yeah. he, he like, he doesn't. I think a lot of adults, they they talk down to kids, you know. Yeah. But yeah. He's very. Yeah. Kristoff kind of... talks with, I mean, he's still a father figure and he has authority in his life, but he. Yeah. He. You know, converses with him like he's a peer. It helps exactly. that Powell's like super smart. Yeah, but I also think that <laughs> that that style of parenting reinforces that intelligence. That's that, true, like it's yeah. a two way street. That probably mm-hmm. helps. Yeah. If he wants to do a parenting a parenting podcast parenting seminar, it's a, <laughs> well, the thing know. is, they probably won't have him on. <laughs> it's <laughs> why <laughs> little, little foreshadowing there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not like he is a kid. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is important to note that he, like, when he asks about death and life, he, the father, like, kind of gives him very, like, mathematical and, like, uh, straightforward. Yeah. Mm -hmm. About, like, vital functions and, like, art, like, like you, death is when your heart starts. Heart stops pumping asks, What is death? He said the heart stops pumping um, blood and then the blood does not. So he's giving very scientific. Yeah, Christoph gives him a textbook answer. Yeah. Very very objective answers. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, after some computer hijinks, I guess with the ant and like he's basically pulling an Elon. Well, there's Musk the there's and, the Kermit. Oh wait, question. no. There, well, yeah, there is. I was gonna say uh, one line that caught my attention was um, 
you know why the why the dog troubled Pavel so much? And this went back to before the discussion. Um, the second scene of the uh, I guess I'll call it like the short decalogue one. The second scene in it. Yeah. Um, you know, Kristoff is having Pavel do uh, like I guess a math word problem, right? Yeah. And it involves Kermit and Miss Piggy, and so when Pavel sees the dead dog and is talking to his dad he's like what's the point of yeah. kermit and miss piggy Very if we're all just gonna die <laughs> yeah. so, what's yeah. the meaning of life uh-huh. basically yeah. yeah um so then he he has some time with the aunt and we kind of get her perspective on mm-hmm. um like what is life yeah and she shows him some pictures of what we assume to be a bishop at a catholic church the, i thought it was the pope what it was it the pope i mean he was wearing I thought it was the Pope. It probably I couldn't is. quite remember. Okay. okay. Being honest. Probably the Pope. Yeah. It's so we should if we haven't um specified already, Pavel's father is um he's involved in academia and this doesn't mean that he's has to be atheist, but you know, he he subscribes to a very analytical, you know, style of thought and in many ways, um, science, uh, art, and and technology uh, sort of fill the the void that religion does for other folks, mm-hmm. and so we get to see that um, exemplified first in in how he raises Pavel and when he's teaching classes, but um, it unfolds in other ways later on. Yeah, and then uh, that's also juxtaposed with. Um, Irina, because she's still a devout Catholic. Um, the two were raised in a Catholic household. Yeah, and she like when he asks her what is what is death, what is life, she kind of immediately responds with like soul, mm-hmm. and like there, there's a deeper understanding to life, and there's a deeper meaning to life. And one of the greatest shots in the entire short is when Pavel asks, "What is God?" And then Irina just gives him a big hug. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, you feel this? Yeah. yeah that's, and, that's and then God. what does he say? He says, he's like, what? She's like, what do you feel? He's like, love. And he's like, she's like, that's God. Yeah. She's yeah. like, exactly. Yeah. I was like, oh, so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Um, also, it is before that, they do the, like, there's this whole system with the computer and how it can lock the door and lock the tub. And then, like, mm-hmm. he asks, uh, like, what his mother's doing. And it says, she's sleeping. And then he asks, what is she dreaming about? And it doesn't know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's kind of an important distinction of like technology can only take you so far. Yeah. That's he, something that we'll see later on. He like, invented chat GPT. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, that prompt was too advanced for the time. Yeah. And so then um, after like we see uh, Christoph like giving a lecture and then they go home. And Pavel is wanting to do some math equation that we don't understand what it is yet. And uh, Christoph, like, agrees to do it. And they basically are calculating whether it's safe to go out on the pond, mm-hmm. like, on the lake. And because Pavel knows that his Christmas gift is, like, new skates. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do, they do the calculations twice. Mm-hmm. And then Kristoff like goes out himself and like jumps on the lake and to make, make sure that it's secure. Yes, make sure that it's safe. They've done the calculations. It's definitely safe because when he, he trusts the science. 
Yes. When he, he did, trusts the numbers. He trusts the computer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's putting his faith in the computer. Yes. <laughs> okay, but when he jumped on the pond, there was an area of the pond that was not. It was very thin ice, and I was like, bro. You're telling me you looked at that. No, I was I was sketched out what he was on. And then the the dude chilling by the fire. Yeah, I was gonna say he he looks up. Yeah. (laughs) The mysterious man by the fire. Yeah. Um so then basically the next day happens and we see Kristoff writing in a book or something. He Mm. has he has blue ink and we suddenly see we suddenly see Ink start to kind mm-hmm. of seep through a paper. Beautiful shot. It it looks a lot like a lake. I was gonna. You know, that's, that's you what know, I, I literally had that written down. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. It, I feel like that could have been ground zero. Like that was symbolic for like Pavel literally could have fallen in. Yep. Like right I, I think. Oh, oh like absolutely. Right at that moment. Yeah. Absolutely. Right at that yeah. moment is when. Because that's when the girl comes knocking at the it. door. Yeah. Right after that, yeah. asking where he is. Yep. Ooh, I mean, it's there's wild. just so many levels of genius to so this. that's awesome. Yeah. So he spills he spills the blue ink, and then a girl comes and she's like, "Where's Pavel?" And he's like, "I don't know. He had an English lesson and stuff." Mm-hmm. And and he starts kind of being confused. And then he goes to the bathroom and washes his hands. He washes his hands first, and then the girl knocks on the door. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the the washing the hands is very. I feel like that's kind of symbolic too. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Just, there's a bunch of blue um so could be like washing your wringing your hands of blood yeah i mean that's whoa. what i thought of yeah <laughs> whoa dude big brain yeah. ethan yeah. and mason have already seen this before i just watched it for the first time like not even 20 minutes ago so i'm still <laughs> yeah, kind, yeah i'm Jake. still kind of sitting here i got sitting here i got a lot more brain fried when we want to when we're ready to talk symbolism oh I've yeah got, oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, got i've got a lot of symbolism I'm, this was my fourth time watching it so whoa i've, I've seen it plenty of times um so i think also i'll note that when pavel is talking with Irina. This is before he goes out on the pond. This is before he even talks to his dad about the skates. When he's asking Irina about his father, and she's explaining their upbringing again about, you know, him not sort sort of leaving the Catholic faith. She says that he he trusts in numbers and in computers, but she said, I suspect that he has his doubts. Yep. Even in the computers, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. and uh, you yeah. kind of see that even when in he the go, ca- yeah, even it, in he does tangible ca- measurements. He does yeah. the calculations yeah. twice, uh-huh. and yet he still has to go out and jump on the lake. Mm-hmm. He wants physical evidence. That I didn't. Okay, that's that's a great point. Yeah, he yeah. he's not. I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's, he's that's, putting his faith in the computers, but it's not. It's not a hundred percent. It never is throughout the movie. I never, I never took that as him having doubts. I just thought that it was like, yeah, yeah. I checked myself, but I realized. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to doubt it yeah. if you what need to go out and check yeah. yourself. So, interesting. Yeah. Um so then he also hears when the ink spills and the girl comes, there's I think right after that is the fire truck and the police sirens yeah. and we start That's when I knew. I you kind of like, start getting the gut feeling of like, "Oh my. What's what's going on? Your yeah. heart kind of starts dropping." No, right when the fire truck drove by, I just like put my hands in my face. I was yeah. like, "Oh, I already know where this is going." It's like the the how long is this? About fifty minutes. It's it's fifty three. Fifty three. Yeah. I want to say, the fire truck happens at like, maybe the thirty five minute mark. Thir- yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it fifteen did. minutes of quite, build up, dude. It's like ex- it's yeah. long. We know it was thirty five minutes because Ethan noticed a 
error in uh, this yeah. movie where he's the dad's taking a bath and there's some dude that rears his head, <laughs> just yeah. re- rears in his the, head behind him yeah, like in a mirror. That's, that's like, probably the boom operator. Yeah, and I was like, um, nobody else is in the room with him, right? It's just a little like, Easter yeah. egg. We just didn't get yeah. that. That's like, um. that's Decalogue Eleven dropping about that part of his life i'm uh, sorry <laughs> i'm sorry so then <laughs> thou shalt get in the shot <laughs> um, you're in the shot oh okay so then he goes to the english teacher that was on the set that uh oh that's was it jimmy was it jimmy kimmel was it Wait, moses what? that drew, that brought down that who who had the ten commandments who had the yeah moses yeah, what, what's the bit about Moses dropping? It's like I have oh, twenty, I have ten commandments. Yeah, is that? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Eric Andre skit with the boom, boom mic. No, and the Jimmy I'm Killer talking about. He's like, uh, what are you doing? I forget, You're I thought, in the shot. Maybe it's Monty Python. I don't know, but like uh, Moses has twenty commandments that he drops. Yeah, like Life of Brian, or whatever. I don't know. I haven't seen. I'll that, look it up. <laughs> I got these twenty listeners. If you know what I'm talking about, um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I just leave, don't us know what it's leave us a comment. Leave us a comment on Instagram. Yo, can we have like a voicemail number? Um. Viewer, yeah, viewer, we should have a hotline where people li- can call. Listeners of the pod, if you want to call in somehow, and Don't we can do, do a little segment where we hear your voicemails, yeah. please. We, we can chirp it up. Yeah, we could it. do a Q and A, but that'd be yeah. fun. Okay. As, anyway, we, so, <laughs> bro, are we good? Yeah, we're good. yeah, we're good. fantastic. <laughs> so he goes to the he goes to the English teacher, and that's he that's where Pavel's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and he he knocks on the door. She opens up. And she's like, I have the flu. I'm sick. They're not She's here. like, you should come in. I've got the flu. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gets like right up she in her face. obviously never heard of COVID. He, he gets uh-huh. up right in her face, which is a little odd that she has the flu. Yeah. Um. And and throughout all this, he's, Kristoff's remaining calm. Mm-hmm. He's fine. I mean, he. Uh, he is not remaining calm. He's masking calmness. Yes, but there's there's a very he's important in denial. Moment. Yeah, he's in denial. I the, think denial is the right word. Yeah, yeah, but there's also the very important moment when he is running up the steps and he stops and he counts to four. Oh yeah, that four. And I, I feel like that. And he takes the elevator and steps instead of going up the stairs. That's true. Mm. But I feel like I feel like he's like he's pretty firm in the thought that like nothing happened. He's yeah. in denial, but he even yeah, go, he, he, he even goes he to is the, trying his best. He to even believe. goes to the pond and it's still like he doesn't believe it's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's like okay, and then so then at the at the pond, he hears another kid basically saying that he knows where Pavel is, chases him down, and then like we basically figure out. I mean, we the go hard back, confirmation. Yeah, we we go back to the pond. It's a soft and, confirmation. The kid's basically we, like, yeah. he was on the pond, he was skating, and yeah. then yeah. and then he's the parents are like. Don't tell why, him. Why, yeah, why were the parents trying to get him away? I, I feel like because like Christoph could have like lashed out or something. Yeah, like, uh, they, they didn't want. They didn't want to deal with all that emotional no, baggage, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, imagine telling you your got, father you, that your son's dead. Yeah, like, you yeah. got you got this one, dog. You'll let you figure it out on your own. <laughs> yeah, I think but, he, I think Pavel went over that way. He's standing right behind me, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um. So then he goes. He's like right. Um, <laughs> after he figures out, he goes. Mm-hmm. He's on the stairs, and you just. I feel like that's the moment where he like knows for sure, and he kind of starts like. Does he like duck down? I think he sits on the stairs. He collapses. Yeah. Yeah, and we yeah. we just get his mm-hmm. we just get the shot of his face for for quite a while. He goes in the shot. That shot yeah. is mm-hmm. crazy, and it's just dark. It's so as good, soon as dude. we know it's, for it's, sure it's, that he's dead. 
the lighting gets very dark. It gets yeah. dark outside. Right, yeah, you're right. The, the apartment complex is like super I didn't, dark. I didn't notice that, but I did yeah. notice it. I remembered, I'm getting ahead of myself, but when we do get confirmation, it, yes. it is fully dark. So yeah, I yep. didn't notice that to be the turning point though. That's very interesting. Yep. And then um, he they go back to the pond and uh, Irene, Irene, Irina? Yeah, Irina. Yeah, Irina. Irina. Um, she, th- they're both there and... As soon as the the kid, I mean, it's not only him. There's like multiple kids that died. As soon as they're like being pulled out of the water, like everyone starts to kind of like kneel Wait, down. Are we doing spoilers in this episode? We spoil it. <laughs> every, Shut up. Every single episode's got spoilers, Uh-oh. bro. Y'all should know that by now. Well, no, I was just um. Okay. You're just joshing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're literally. Yeah, so every so everyone Wait, kneels hold on. down. Wait, I don't need to hear the rest. <laughs> which is which is a great shot. Yeah. I feel like everyone kneeling down is like mm-hmm. a genius move. Two very, things. Very symbolic. First of all, yes. Everybody kneels down except for Kristoff. Mm. Yes, and yes, very, very. A lot of biblical stuff about kneeling down very. before God. Very interesting that does he Kristoff <laughs> remains standing. That's yeah, wild. Also, <laughs> um, two well, bodies are rescued from the ice. Um, my personal theory is that one is Pavel. And the next is the man by the fire who went in to go after him. That's what I think. Yeah, but I'm. They looked it, like they were the same size. Yeah, though. I'm. I'm. Okay. It, it's, oh, a yeah. it's a kid. Oh, also, we talked about this when we first watched it. That that's the only person that's in every single decalogue. Okay. Well, oh. so he was hmm. just he was just watching them that man fall seen in. Some stuff. Well, the I mean, we can assume that he left because he's not there. Okay. And also, this is kind of symbolic too. When, when uh, Kristoff kind of figures out that. Uh, when they're pulling out the bodies, he looks over. We see him. We see him look at the fire. Fire's still lit, and we hear a dog screaming, which yeah. is, goes back to the beginning, like the dog dying. That's mm-hmm. that. I feel like that's kind of like the full Ooh. loop moment there. Mm-hmm. Which it's just an interesting sound decision to like put. Yeah, a I wonder dog, why the dog is screaming, like screeching. Because like, well, Pavel did ask if he th- if he he asked Kristoff, his dad if he thinks that the dog is in a better place or he, he said he hopes that it is yeah. that it is. I'm not sure exactly what the line is, but I don't know if that's implied. Well, that'd be pretty dark actually. No. Yeah. That doesn't seem right. What? That like the dog's not in a better place. Yeah. That is screaming. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, think it's saying Yeah. That, that's but. not, no, that's, that's a bit of a reach. I don't think. Um, and that's not what the movie's trying to say either. Yeah. My favorite shot follows immediately this scene is it the is it the, the green com- light the green his yeah it's only the green light from the computer and he solemnly looks up and there's one sentence on it and it says i am was it say i am ready i am ready yeah that's it's echoing what it, it said earlier which that could mean a, a billion wait echoing things. what it said what do you mean it said when it? when they're asking you questions earlier the computer it says i am ready like the when when the computer just turned yeah, the computer. on by itself, it oh. said I am ready, and he was like, "Pavel, why did you turn this on?" He says, "I didn't touch it." Hmm. Yeah. So. We, and then the one who knows what that means. And then but. is it the one immediately following this where he goes to the? Uh, yes. Chapel he, and yeah, he goes to the the pushes chapel. over the candles and the wax lands on the face of who? Of the, Mary, probably of Mary and. Yeah. It's Catholic, yes, Mary. Probably, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah probably. It, the the wax starts like landing on the painting, and it's like in perfect like tear shape form. Yeah. It starts weeping. Oh, one of the most beautiful shots. That, I, mean, I think that that is it, it's a top three symbolic moment in in any film I've ever seen. Top one. Yeah, pro- yeah. You haven't seen Andre Rublev Maybe. yet, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. dude. The it, Andre Rublev episode is coming someday. 
I don't want to get ahead like, of myself. It's a genius idea to have candle wax mm-hmm. just For the like tears. represent oh the tears. Oh my gosh, And he mm-hmm. and he just he pushes down the candles yeah. in anger. I was he, tearing up myself. He's it so is, it's so moving and it's it's powerful and it's. Be- I mean, the, the symbolism is just so. It, it's so overt and striking. Yeah, yeah. It's and here's the thing. It's very profound. He's very mad at God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he went to the church. Mm-hmm. Like he, I feel like he's taking a step. And then he takes a piece of ice out of the bucket and baptizes himself. Yep. And then Come it goes. On, then. And then, oh well, that actually didn't really click with like. That makes sense now that you say it out loud. I was kind of thinking that he was putting the ice to his head as to like kind of be like, "What have I done?" Like, no, I think, I think he, it's kind of both. I think, he's but I think he's himself. definitely. I mean, he goes down and then kind oh, yeah, of does, a cross. Yeah, yeah, that's baptism. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the very last shot is back to the second shot of the film, and it's it's the TV uh-huh. with the footage of Pavel from the school. And the gut milk ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. And then it closes, and we hear that beautiful flute. Yeah. I, okay, the I like was the not score digging this. the flute for you. A what I like the score. Oh, I do too. I think it works. You made a Very face well. at the flute at the beginning. You were like, mm, I don't know about this one, but that <laughs> I, flute, I think that flute goes crazy. Yeah, I like it. I guess the next thing that I'd like to talk about is symbolism. Um, during our because this wasn't our first viewing, Mason and I both had separate um, notes going about what we've picked up. I, I mentioned a good amount of. Um, the symbolism that I noticed as we talked about the synopsis, but there's still some stuff that I'd like to cover. So, um, Mason, if, if there's anything that you want to hit on immediately. I mean, I've got a few, but you can go. Okay. Go, go ahead. Um, I think the, the first thing that I, that I noticed is that, um, and this is one of the, the first lines in the, in the movie is that, Pavel isn't allowed to touch his father's computer. And I feel like that reinforces the idea is that um, technology is Kristoff's pa- uh, god figure. And that, you know, Pavel is, is not, he's not allowed to have, I, I, I guess like it's considered that's a not sacred he, experience. That's not how between, he feels. Yeah, Kristoff and... Mm-hmm. Like, Pat, like for Powell, that's not the case. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. Pavel's just like, this is a machine that helps me figure out how long it's going to take Miss Picky to catch Kermit. Yeah. I need me one of those. But, yeah, to... To Kristoff, it's much more than that. And, yeah. I mean, as we've discussed previously, it, it it is everything for him, but it is also fallible. And uh, we, we see this again... Um, in the scene where Kristoff um, and Pavel are playing chess against like a, uh, I don't know if it's yeah. a grandmaster. Yeah, the, the chess, but, yeah. Um, I was going to bring up the chess, yeah. Yeah, what was they, the, what was the point of that? The exactly? using of systems and... I was going to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so Pavel um, notices that as they're playing this master that uh, he, he tells Kristoff to castle. And so he castles and then... He's explaining that she'll defend with her queen. And so when she comes back around, she does. And Pavel says that um, she's using a system, which implies that systems are fallible. And systems are mathematic. They are um, they consist of counting and measurements. Uh, very much what Kristoff subscribes to. 
And had Kristoff not had Pavel next to him, coaching him how to play, he probably would have lost the match. And I think that speaks a lot to yep. free thinking. Yeah. And you know, well, not free thinking, but you know, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. 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 That, that, yeah. That's, Subscribing that's to something and believing that as, as well, ironically, gospel, hmm. and, and seeing that as the truth and, and not looking beyond it. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to tag you in my Mason. What? I'm, I'm tagging you in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you covered the chess thing. Um, I mean, I wrote about this on Letterboxd in the, the, my second review, the second time I watched it, I think. Um, the Once we learn that Pavel is dead and we see Kristoff go back to the apartment and they're in the room and right before he gets up and looks at the computer and it says, I'm ready, he's sitting there and the the computer like turns on and it's it's illuminating about like 40% of his face and i feel like that's like it's not like fully in like or... yeah the tables have turned yeah. like he's not 50% science or god or anything like he's that that represents the shift of him like leaning more towards like faith faith, yeah, faith in in god and and like losing trust in technology or mm-hmm. putting faith in something else um, we talked about the, the blue ink. There's the little, I think the, what he's saying when he's teaching the kids is important about the, like, poetry lies not within the words themselves, but in the feeling and movement in between and how that is kind of like a, a structural and objective view of poetry and that's how he views life Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah everything's objective everything can Can be be measured measured. yeah everything like everything comes down to a silence or a science and that's Mm -hmm. where like he gets that wisdom Mm -hmm. and you know obviously that wisdom did not do like him right because i mean he yeah Mm -hmm. he, he put it in the wrong he put his faith in the wrong bucket, I guess, but uh, I don't I don't know how else to put that. But. I feel like I'm in a lecture right now. Like yeah. having like having like just watched this, there's a lot of symbolism that quicked me right off the bat. Yeah. But then there's a lot of stuff I didn't recognize because I literally just got done watching it. So. I just want to hear your I'm thoughts, at, Jacob. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I want to hear I'll like your overall thoughts. I'm sorry, overall uh, thought. Yeah. No, you're, no, 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 you're no, the guy no, who should be no. should be talking because you've just I, watched I, it for I, the first I, time. I've shared my thoughts somewhat, but this was super powerful i you know and i know what the first commandment is and i wasn't really sure where it was going at first if i'm being honest i mm-hmm. was it's kind of like hmm but as i went along it just all it all came together beautifully and i almost cried and movies don't make me cry easily um there's only a couple movies that made me cry before one is Moonlight, and the other is Tim Burton's Big Fish. Don't at me. That movie <laughs> resonate that resonates with me on our level, but that's besides the point. And then the Point Break reference from Hot Fuzz gets it. Yeah. Oh, he hot, hot fuzz. Just weeping. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah we have to clean the box out for that when we watch <laughs> The gates opened. Yeah, <laughs> but you're consoling him. It was. They're there. It was. I'm trying to find a way to put this, but it's fitting that the movie takes place in such a frigid environment Ooh, because like yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. he, 
it's a very sterile yeah and, and, like and, they like they're yeah. like he's cold himself but mm-hmm. like um pavel's so warm and full of life and yeah. like when at the end of the movie when he's coming around to religion he's illuminated by the green light of the computer and then of course mm-hmm. like the candles at the end mm-hmm. so i having and pa- movie takes place in cold yeah <laughs> For the, I'm sorry. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, too soon. Literally actually, too soon. We just watched it. Actually, wait another minute. I think we should be good. That's good. <laughs> but no, but like, it's just I feel like the environment. Inadvert. It's okay. We can In, make fun of Pavel dying because he's not real. Exactly. At the end of the day, Is it's just he a movie. Not real at, though. <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just a movie. It's not real, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but as I was saying, I feel like it being in a frigid environment. Obviously, that wasn't by the filmmaker's choice. He's mm-hmm. Polish, so of course it's gonna be in a snowy and tundra. I mean, he could have done it in winter. Yeah, but I mean, wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying he's wait a in summer. Sorry, I'm, I, I'm saying. Listen, listen, folks. Wouldn't have winter been Poland's worse. probably cold a lot of the time, just yeah. outside the few yeah, months e- of winter. Even in summer, it's probably. I mean, it wouldn't have been nearly as snowy. But that is a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he probably think, filmed it in the winter. Yeah. He probably that was my that. Scott Fuzz at, uh, moment for the yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, yeah, closing thoughts. Um, closing thoughts already? I, if y'all <laughs> want to keep going. <laughs> I, dude, I mean, I've run out of notes. I mean, it's it's whatever. I, I love, like, I mean, the overarching th- the theme is obviously don't put your faith in anything but Jesus or but God mm-hmm. or Jesus, I guess. Um, but I love, like, how. Like, no matter how advanced technology gets, no matter how much wisdom we have, we can't account for kind of the chaos of life and how, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, God's, like, ultimately in control. And I, I think that's what Kieslowski's trying to say, and he does it in a great way. And also just, I think, like, making ten shorts, one each about one of the Ten Commandments, is, like, literally one of the most smart ideas. It's like, genius. They're yeah, also, like, they're so the people in this movie are so real i feel like when you get religion in movies it's done wrong it's very surface level where the person is very mad at god or just like a very unlikable character and the reason they're unlikable is because they're not religious but this one they're all great people they're all great people super interesting and there's healthy relationships this tragedy Uh happened and you know it sort of was his fault but wasn't at all and i mean just, yeah i don't know this might not be exactly what kislovsky was getting at but i think you could also interpret this as people turn to religion as a way to cope with tragedy yeah yeah i mean yeah. well i mean yeah he yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it. it's a it provides a medium <laughs> to rationalize and and you know yeah yeah i think there's the the beautiful thing about this is that you know good art lends itself to open discussion and many interpretations right because mm-hmm. yeah, it's quite open there's a lot that we can take from it but there's also a lot of questions that we probably still have yeah i course, know yeah. I, I do for sure but you could you could also not care about the religion aspect of it at all and just still be moved by how powerful it was yeah i feel like and that's and how long it took them to get it some how long it took them what to get them out of the the pond dude they were there oh yeah they were there for like a few hours um something that we talked about did you really uh, need that ladder like come on 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had like they had like two boats, like two <laughs> ladders, then two scuba divers. Like, they got a bunch of stuff out. Uh, something that Ethan and I talked about. We actually watched it. I showed this to Ethan. What was that, two or three two, weeks ago? Two, three weeks mm-hmm. ago. Something that we talked about, like immediately following, was Kieslowski's not kind of demeaning anyone. Like he's not being mean to the father because he's no. not religious. He's no. not making yeah. that seem like that's, that's kind of a bad I'm, thing. That's what I meant by like religion and other movies yeah. and how Yeah. He's like, being respectful to yeah. every single character yeah, and, and everyone's and, beliefs. And Kristoff is a highly moral character. You know, he he's a good father. He yeah, he has morals. He's good yeah. to people. Yeah. And so Yeah, none of this is is condemning people that don't have aren't of faith. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is super interesting. And, mm-hmm. and a, a very refreshing take. Yeah, most most religious stuff. It's very nuanced and mature. Mm-hmm. He was gonna do Kieslowski was gonna do another trilogy based off Dante's Divine oh, based Comedy. Off Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> but he made he went on to make the Before trilogy immediately after this. No, he did die wait, very which, young though. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, wait, what? <laughs> Kieslowski. Wait, how he, how how young? Fifty four. All right. Young. That's young. I would say okay. that's definitely young. Yeah. I mean, it's not super young, but I mean, <laughs> Mozart wrote "Twinkle Twinkle" when he was seven. So, <laughs> well, that kind of sucks. So, <laughs> "Twinkle Twinkle." <laughs> no, but he was gonna do uh, "Heaven Hell and Purgatory." That was gonna be the trilogy, mm. and then he had open heart surgery at fifty-four and passed away. See, so yeah. Okay, Julie um, Delpy, yeah. who's in his white movie yeah yeah, yeah. Coach trilogy she is yeah. in the before trilogy she is so in the before trilogy. i feel There's like the link. he, he had some link. influence there i don't know why i'm going down this hole but whatever <laughs> link later is related to kislovsky i just want to like throw that confirmed <laughs> he he grew up in poland yeah <laughs> link later did yeah. yeah link later is a polish name if you didn't yeah know. <laughs> yeah it, it's very polish actually. yeah richard come on <laughs> richard <laughs> It's like Rickard. <laughs> how, how do they say? Is it R- Rickard? I don't know. I love. <laughs> Bro, I loved it. Wada. No, no, the correct, the correct <laughs> no, no, Woda. Woda. Ricky. Woda. 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 Yeah, Woda. <laughs> Woda. And, then, and then every time she's she's saying yes, it's like duck. Yeah. She goes duck. It's kind of funny. Woda. <laughs> Woda. Yeah, for 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 the folks who are listening, Woda. Woda. You can't see. Obviously, it's a. Pavel's looking on the computer and it says the translation for water. For water and W O D A. Woda. Woda. We love that. Like Yoda. (laughs) We love that. It's kind of a dumb joke. That's what I'm. Yeah. Every time. Can I have a glass of Woda? If I ever go to Poland, I will know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And on that. Are we good? Is that. are, Are we good? It's a shorter episode, but yeah, it's I mean, a shorter movie. Sense. Shorter short yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, so you know, that's what it is. I would, I would, I would highly recommend people seek this out. Mm-hmm. By the yeah. Criterion, that's the only place you can get it, to my knowledge. Do you want to talk w- about Criterion at all before we go, or do you want to? Uh, wait. I mean, we can wait. Okay. But cool. also, like, yeah, anyone out there, if you want to start getting into art house movies. Go to Criterion. Any anything you buy is gonna be pretty good. Yes, you know? exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, Mason, for showing this to me because yeah. now I want to watch the rest of them. And mm-hmm. when November mm-hmm. rolls around, I will definitely be getting the collection. 
on the, at the Barnes and Noble sale. So yeah. this episode is and sponsored then, by Criterion. And then Please, we're gonna have it on Criterion, <laughs> if you're listening, let us go to the. Yep. Let us have our closet picks sometime. <gasps> yes, yes. Please, Criterion, sponsor us. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm Give us but, free movies. But yeah, um, also just outside of Decalogue, Kieslowski, he has a Colors trilogy. He has uh, a lot of movies he did before Decalogue. Um, uh, he's one of the greatest directors to ever live. So check out his movies. They're all great. That's all I got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Beautiful film. Beautiful. Um, incredible storytelling. Incredible. Great child acting. Fantastic. Yeah, Not annoying at all. Great. Very yeah, endearing. No. Acting, score, lighting, mm-hmm. yeah, cinematography. It's all great. Oh, cinematography's killer. <laughs> yeah. But mind blown. Yeah, folks. I think that wraps it up for the most part. Um down, Jacob. The, down the pipeline. Um we got the film score draft coming up next. Yeah, we got we got week. a draft next we're, week. We're switching things oh. up. Yeah. <laughs> What's your number one? Then after that, um we'll steal it. Jumping back to movie land with the talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah. Oh no. And then, <laughs> oh, no. And then spooky season's rolling around, so oh, we got yeah. some stuff coming yeah. up for that. So we're getting close to that new Scorsese. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate you listening. Uh, check us out on our socials. There'll be links below, and uh, stay tuned for future episodes. And um, as always. You know, feel free to reach out. Um, we love talking about movies. We love talking about, you know, good art. So give us a shout. Um, and we will see you on the next one. Uh, roll that outro music.